You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We have a Black Star Power episode for y'all on this fantastic and fabulous Friday. So excited because I got Abby Platchies in the building. We're going to be discussing her new book, uh, The Life in My Men. And I'm excited that she is all the way here from Tanzania to share the importance of why she wrote this book, why now, what she wants the readers to get out of it, and more. So I'm excited that she's joining me today. And later in the show, our very own birthday queen, Basa Gordon is in the building bringing some more Black Star Power for you. Of course, host of Back to Basa, and you know her from radio and all of the things that she's doing in community. So I'm so excited that my good sis came here on her birthday to share with all of us, you know, some of the things that she's been doing in her full on journey in media. But of course, y'all know right now, it's the top of the show. So it's your time. That's right. It's time for you to go ahead and participate with us. Tag and share the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch our TV show, we still have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in the day with Trey. You'll find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever platform is your favorite. There's like 200 of them. Go ahead and search for us and you'll find us there. Well, of course, without further ado, having Black Star Power in the building like I do today, it's time to get right to it. So I'm excited because up next, Abby Platchies is going to be discussing her new book, The Life in My Men. Welcome, Abby. <laughs> Thank so, you so much for having me. Yeah, so glad that you are here today. And you've been doing a gambit of different uh, activities and events. You've been up here in the Pacific yeah. Northwest, taking it all by storm. Yeah. Before we get to all that, you know, let's let's get to a bit about who you are. For some of our audience who may not know, you have been in radio for many years. You have really developed a stronghold in Tanzania when it comes to media. Tell us about your beginnings and what got you there. Okay, so um, it's actually uh, such a good story for me anyway, because this is my 20th year in, in media. So this is my 20th year around the sun, actually, for doing a job that I absolutely adore and that I've wanted to do my whole life since I can remember. But um, I've always wanted to do it. Um, since, you know, I was a little kid, I've always wanted to be on TV. I've always wanted to, uh, you know, be on film and stuff like that. And I got my big break in... Uh, 2023. No, sorry, we're in 2020. 2003. <laughs> so it's exactly 20 years ago when I got, uh, I auditioned for Big Brother Africa and I got onto the show and it was the very first Big Brother uh, for the continent. So they took one person from 12 different countries and they put them all in one house. 
and I made it until the top five. Um, and it was great. It was a great experience, but that was my springboard. You know, um, after that, I did so many things. I've been in Nollywood films, East African films, South African films. I've hosted TV shows. Uh, I've hosted some of the biggest music awards, um, film awards, um, in, on the continent. And, um, I've had a great opportunity to work also with, um, with uh, the e-network, uh, which is really, really awesome. So there's just so many things. This, it, it's really a bunch of a lot of stuff. And I think that the book is just um, an amalgamation of everything, you know? Well, there we go. Yeah. I mean, you know, clearly when you have this level of experience, I think a lot of yeah. folks want to understand like the who are you in it all, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, because, you know, when we do media work, sometimes it's like, oh, this media life takes mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. But you've been able to really keep that balance and it's yeah. a beautiful thing to be able to do that. Yeah. Tell us more about the, the book. I mean, because this right now is like, this is a really big piece of your life's work. Yeah. And you were talking about in terms of all that you've experienced, mm -hmm. there are some deep lessons you're throwing down in this book. Tell us more. What got you to say, it's time for me to write this book? Girl, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think the universe just played in and it was the time. I've never wanted to write a book my entire life. Um, when I was younger, when I was really, really young, I tried it because I'm, I'm a huge uh, poetry fan and I love writing poetry. And I've been doing that since I was a kid. You know, we used to keep journals. And so I wrote a little story when I was about eight or nine years old, a little short story about, I'll never forget it, about a chicken. And um, I read it to my mom and shout out to my mom. I love her. But you know how moms are like super overprotective about their kids. So I read it to my mom and she, she was like, you know, it's illegal to steal other people's stories. You should try and be a little bit more innovative. And I was like, but I wrote this. I wrote this. No, it didn't take it from anywhere. I literally wrote this. So it kind of made me despondent. Um, and I never, you know, put any pen to paper again after that uh, for, for up until about three years ago where I decided, you know what, maybe this is something because I've kept journals my entire life and I've lived a really, really exciting life, um, you know, on the continent as well as abroad, um, traveling and just having phenomenal experiences, meeting incredible people. Um, so I just decided maybe now is the time. I think also just... Um, to touch on the why a little bit more, because um, a few years ago, well, 10 years ago, I lost my dad. And then five years later, I lost my brother. And then five years later, I lost my father. And um, those were two really large losses in my life. And it was extremely traumatic as well at the same time. So there was a lot of work and a lot of healing that had to go into that. And, you know, in, into me actually coming to grips with losing these two very important men in my life. And I thought, why not leave a legacy? Because I have a 17-year-old son um, and just wanted to give him a little bit of foundation for him to understand who he is, where he's from, what his foundation is, you know, and what is, what is this masculine energy that lives within him and where it comes from. And I think, you know, by paying homage to my dad and to my brother that my my son will have that foundation. Well, it's so fantastic, honestly, to hear you. you talk about this in terms of some anchoring benefit for your son, for sure. right? And I, I always think about the driving force of my work and my kids are always there because I have a 17-year-old too. Yes, right? we talked about this. And, you know, and a nine-year-old. And for me, there's so much that I realize I do every single day yeah. for them, right? Yeah. And, and that is always going to be a driving force for me as a mother. Sure. I think that there's 
there's something special about that because oh, we have sure. this, you know, this next generation that yep. kind of anchors us to this plane mm-hmm. and what we're bringing. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. What, what are some of those key elements you really want readers to draw from your experiences as you as you kind of anchor it in your brother and your father? Sure. So there's a lot because I've actually chosen um, seven different men who have impacted my life um, and written about them. Of course, there's so many different um, other little pieces within the book, um, but the main characters are seven different men with seven different uh, chapters. So uh, whether those experiences are good or bad, I talk about them because I feel like we are in a time right now where as women we have and we are finding our power and we are creating our space and we are, you know, letting our voices be heard and people are seeing us and we are finally, you know, finally getting what we're fighting for and where we're going. It's it's never going to end, but I mean, we are in a space where we are actually finding it. And I feel like, unfortunately for our men, this puts them in a situation where they kind of lost And I don't want them to be lost. Once again, coming back to my son, I don't want him to grow up in a world where he feels like there's no space for me here. You know, my opinions and my voice does not matter and I'm not valued. I don't want him to have that because our home and the way that I've raised my kids, I'm a single mom, you know, um, I've made a point of my kids understanding that their voice is important, that what they, what they feel and what they think about matters consistently all the time. It's important. You know, I don't have, um, a parenting style where, um, you know, I, I suppress their feelings and their emotions. I don't believe in that. Um, but I'm also <laughs> very strict cause I am an African mom, but <laughs> within boundaries, you know, um, but it's important because I feel, you know, the generation, this Gen Z that we have right now, and of course the generations to come, um, they're going to have their own world that they're going to live in. But the, as an African woman, as a black woman or a colored woman from South Africa, there is so much power in who we are. And I don't want that to get lost. I don't want our legacy and our culture to become watered down or to be filtered out or to be pushed to the side and be like, no, this is modern society. This is how it should be. No, there's a reason we are who we are. There's a reason we own that power and we are the queens and the kings of this world. And this is what our kids need to carry on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. And even for me, when I read the title, the life in my men, yeah. I thought, okay, you know, <laughs> that is a very clever play on words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what got you to understand? Cause I th- I've heard from so many authors, yeah. like, you know, I didn't know what the title was going to be until I was done. <laughs> like, you know, you hear that that's not always the impetus for sure. writing. So tell us a little bit about that creative process for you and why you chose that title <laughs> and to utilize the, the words in that way. It was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it was on purpose, but I'm a huge old Hollywood fan as well. I've, I've always been that way. And one of my favorite old Hollywood actresses is Mae West. And she was the woman who actually coined that term. She was like, oh, darling, it's not about the men in my life, but it's about the life in my men. And I was like, oh, that is perfect. You know? So I wanted to use that. Um, and also I wanted it to be quirky because I feel that there's a huge part of my personality 
personality, which is extremely funny. And it's not a side that I show people very often. I mean, if you, you know, you know that side <laughs> yeah. about me, but like on the outside world, it's, it's, it's very hidden, so to speak. But I wanted to, I'm a woman and I wanted it to be sexy. I wanted it to be sensual. I wanted it to resonate with men, but as well as with women. So it doesn't mean that because I'm talking about men and I'm celebrating them, I'm honoring them and paying homage to them, that I need to lose my femininity and I need to lose my, my nurturing natural state. You know, so yeah, that's where that came from. <laughs> well, hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm so glad I got my signed copy. Thank you very much. You're very and welcome. honestly, thank you for coming up here to the Pacific Northwest, my bringing pleasure. your brilliance back. You know, anytime on the day with Trey, you can be <laughs> right here with me, and we can keep on talking about the amazing things you have going yeah. on in your life. I also want to thank you for setting an example because I think thank too you, that it takes a, a certain amount of umph, right? Does to decide like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to talk about men in my life, whether good or bad yeah. and really allow the audience to resonate with those stories. Cause yeah. we often find ourselves in the midst of stories somewhere. 100%. And that's what, you know, I think attaches people yeah. to the author, attaches people totally. to, you know, to, to the real you. Thousand so percent. thank you for pouring yourself in. Of course, I got to give you time because if folks <laughs> want to follow you in your journey, no if they want to buy the book, look right here, make sure they know how to do all of that. Well, the book is available on Amazon. So all you need to do is to search it, The Life of My Men by me, Abby Plotches, Um, And you can get it there. It's you know, very inexpensive and it's a super easy read. But you can also follow me on Instagram, which is where I do most of my marketing. And that's A-B-B-Y-P-L-A-A-T-J-E-S. And if you want to follow me on X, you're more than welcome to do so too. That is at Ms. Abby, M-Z-Z-A-B-B-Y. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Miss Abby in Thank the building you. set us off right on this Friday. Thank you so much Thank for being you. here. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And also, I just want to give a huge shout out to you, Trey. What you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. Wow. The voices that you are highlighting and that you are honoring is just... I love that you're living in your true purpose and that's all that matters. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Hey, I receive it. Thank, Thank you. you Abby. Thank you so much. Seriously. <laughs> Y'all look, I'm going to tell you right now, we're starting our veterans weekend off, right? Cause coming up next, we're going to continue this black star power energy. My girl, Basa Gordon, the birthday queen today is in the building coming up next to tell us all about her media journey. We've been seeing her rise and her shining light all over the place. I'm so glad glad that she's making time on her birthday nonetheless to be right here with me y'all you don't want to miss this stay tuned you're watching the day with trey hades town is the tony and grammy award-winning best musical it's an epic celebration of music, togetherness, and hope. A Broadway musical like no other. This is as good as it gets. Town. Playing the Paramount Theater October 31st to November 5th. Tickets at stgpresents.org. Get ready for a night of solid gold. With the Temptations. And the Four Tops. Same night, same stage. The Temptations and the Four Tops together live. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Woo! What I tell you, we done set it off on fire, and you know it's gonna continue because my girl Basa always comes with the energy and with the heat, and it's her birthday. What's up, Basa? Hey, Trey. <laughs> hey, so good to see you, and thank you for spending your birthday. Happy birthday, Queen. Thank you, sis. It's it's been a very interesting birthday, but we're here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, and nowadays everybody's just used to seeing you on Fox and seeing you out in the community with all of these segments you've been doing. So before we get to that, I love that you've been able to pour yourself out there in terms of vulnerability to really share this media journey with mm. everyone. You know, recently there was a post that was made, a whole video about your journey. And mm. I just want to hear from you how important this journey has been because it sounds like since you were a young girl, you knew you wanted to do something in entertainment. And mm. now look at you. I mean, it's just such a blessing. No, absolutely. I think my journey is so important because people need to know that this didn't happen overnight. You know, there's plenty of people that are just moving to Seattle. You know, it's not like they've seen me here over the years when, you know, I had Nebesa.com back in like 2008 or, you know, when I was working over at C-Spot and I was, you know, 19 years old. So I wasn't able to go to the 21 and over clubs. Bacon would send me to places like Volume because they would be 18 and up. So there's a lot of people that don't know that first starting of Besa and how I used to actually go by Nebesa. And and they're just like, where did this girl come from? When in reality, I've been here this whole time. And I think being able to actually see my journey, especially for people that are from Seattle and they've watched it this whole time, they're like, you know what? The process really does work. And I think it's important for this next generation that's coming up that actually want to be in media, whether it's radio, whether they want to be a journalist, whether they want to be on TV, whether they want to write a book like Abby, you know, you have to realize that that journey takes time and you really do have to put in those 10,000 hours. Yeah, no, you're Absolutely right. And, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot because we come from the trenches of doing it from a younger age, you know, doing all the grind and getting to a place where, you know, now people can really experience the brilliance that we bring to the to, to who we are. But one of the things that I love about the journeys both of us share is that we get to be us, right? Absolutely. And that's really, I think, a, a beautiful thing that I think really resonates with audiences out there. How has it been for you now that Back to Basa has been going strong? You know, how has it been for you to hear that response from folks in the community as they're watching your show and seeing all the work that you're doing? How has that been to receive all that? It's been wild. It's been very fulfilling. It's been very heartwarming. I was at the gas station the other day buying some Chardonnay. <laughs> And there was a guy, he looks at me and goes, hey, are you on TV? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, oh, my God, I watch you all the time. And then there was this other lady. She was like, I thought that was you. And it's like two different people that weren't even together. And this was just at the gas station down on Denny. So it's like I get that a lot nowadays. And before it was just people recognizing my voice. And now people are actually seeing me. And when I say that, I think that they're seeing more, seeing me more than just seeing me on TV. It's kind of like you say, people like really are able to they're getting to know me more. It's like, yeah, my segments aren't about me. But, you know, the show has been doing a really, really good job of putting my story out there so that way people know what I like, what I don't like, you know, what really makes me tick, what makes me happy, what makes me sad. And I think that that's so important for me to also get that side out. And I think that with me doing that, people are able to see themselves within me, which is pretty dope. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's really a part of all of this. And as you embark upon another year around the sun, you know, uh, what are some of those next kind of things that you're really looking forward to as Back to Basa continues to grow? And really, um, it's inspiring because we know all the grind you were putting in here at Converge and still, you know, the ideas of, of you understanding the need to do that work. What are some of those things that you're really looking forward to as you flourish in all that is come to you now? from all this hard work? You know, every once in a while, I think about doing more radio stations, but then I'm like, child, I can barely sleep now. <laughs> so definitely not that. But I think I just want Back to Basa to continue growing as I grow with it. You know, it's been changing me and it's changed who I am. And it's kind of like made me grow into myself a little bit more because I have to tap into things that I'm not used to. And then I have to be used to always being seen. So it's like, you know, usually I will go out, get super lit. I can't do that anymore. And so it's definitely made me have to grow as a person. So I would say, what's next for me is to continue growing, continue growing the show, getting the show in more markets and moving the show around some more cities because there are so many stories that get to be told, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's someone that's just as amazing as yourself, whether it's an Abbey, you know, whether it's a favorite photographer, like there are so many stories out there that can be told. And I don't want it to just be here in Seattle. Like I want it to be a worldwide thing. So it's continuing to take back to base on the road and all also working on getting it in more markets so more people can actually enjoy the show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that that brings me to to one last thing I have to say because this is it's like everybody's like, how does Basta do it everywhere? <laughs> and I I get it too because people may ask me that, but it's uh, there's something to be said about the stories we get to tell because you are everywhere. Tell us more just about how that's res resonating with you because you are everywhere and you're telling all kinds of stories in a wide variety of ways, reaching a lot of different audiences. And how is that for you? Because I know one thing, it may be tiring, but you do it well. You know, it's honestly another big fulfilling part of it because now that I'm not on Q93 anymore, when I do radio, at least locally, it's top 40. So I'm not able to talk about, you know, the life of Elijah Lewis on the radio. You know, I'm not able to talk about, you know, different candlelights that are going on and some of our serious topics within our community, whether it's about mental health or drug addiction. And those were things that I was able to talk about when I was on Cube just because hip hop stations and the conversations that you can have on a hip hop station versus a top 40, completely different. Like top 40 is very, very fast paced, get in, get out. You surely shouldn't be talking for more than 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Like it's a very, very quick thing. But with hip hop, it's more conversational. So whenever I would do my interviews, they were very conversational. And that was why, you know, Rewind with Basa kind of became my outlet when I ended up being on hits. But with the show, I'm able to tell the stories that I want to tell. And I'm able to tell them in a way that I want to tell them. And in ways that people like us can actually relate to them. It's not just some wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's not just a little 30 second segment. Like some of our segments are like five, six minutes and we're able to do it in such a beautiful way to where I'm not only inspiring us, I'm inspiring this next generation of people to be like, oh no, girl, you really can't have a show, not leave your city, be on Fox and talk about the things that are genuinely important to you, whether it's a happy topic or a serious topic. 
girl, you better come on with it, Besa. <laughs> well, I'm so excited for this journey that you're on. It is definitely inspiring to me and to so many others. And, you know, as, as you set, let this day settle, just know that, you know, here, you know, you're always being uplifted. And I hear nothing but great things really about your journey and about how it's inspiring others. So continue to do so. Keep shining. We are here for you. Of course, if anybody out there is trying to figure out how they watch the show, how they connect with Besa, let them know. So especially if you're not in Seattle, well, for starters, the show comes on Saturdays on Fox 13 at 10.30 p.m. And the replay is on Sundays at 10 a.m. This Saturday is going to be on at 11.30 p.m. after the news at a special time. Um, if you have friends that are out of state, out of the city or just out of reach, you can always watch it on the Fox local app. So there are a few different ways to be able to watch Back to Besa. And of course, we always upload it on uh, where we converge. So it's on our website and our YouTube channels. And then I also put the segments on my Instagram, which is Besa Gordon. There it is. All the things that, you know, we wouldn't be right if we don't <laughs> celebrate and turn up a little bit. We want to give a huge shout out to Nothing Bunt Cakes uh, for uh, this amazing birthday assortment for Besa. Look at all of that right there. Aww. There's plenty of options for you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Quila. We got it. Nothing Bunt Cakes. Thank you so much in Besa. Thank you. I'm excited to continue to celebrate your day with you, my friend. So excited for everything you have going on. And thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Huge honor. I I'm never you. on your show anymore. So this is really dope. I love you, girl. <laughs> I love you too. Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm telling you, I told you and I promised you it was going to be an amazing Black Star Power episode. I'm going to wrap this all up uh, before we dive into these bunt case right okay. after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. A new COVID vaccine is here. It's designed to help prevent the COVID variants that we're seeing spreading now. Even if you got COVID before or got COVID booster shots and the vaccine, it's important to get this new vaccine. It's safe to get the COVID shot and the flu shot at the same time. Get both to prevent serious illness this fall and winter. Hey, I'm Basil Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teens, we got you too. Back to Basa, Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. Welcome back, everyone, to the day with Trey. It's energy up, up in here for this fantastic, fabulous Black Star Power Friday. I want to give a huge shout out to my guests, Abby Platchies, and of course, Basa Gordon for being in the building. You know, this for me is one of those episodes that will always be in my heart because these are two amazing women who I have the pleasure of knowing personally and the ideas that they can make time and space to uplift and recognize that their stories are important to be told here on the day with Trey means the world to me. So y'all know I was inspired by what they shared. I want you to be inspired. Find your way y'all to see yourself as a part of the solution as Abby and Besa have. And of course, for me y'all, until Monday at 11 a.m. Peace. <laughs> Chirwa, my ears come.
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.